In our previous year, we began a discussion based on our Gemara here in Masech, the Yivam, Staflam, Zayin, Amaveiz, La Yisa, Adam, Isha, Medina, Zuv, Yisa, Isha, Medina, Acheres, Venimsa, Ach, Noisa, Achoisoi, the relevance of this Gemara to adopted children, who should be adopted, who should, what type of a child should one adopt, and furthermore, notification, the process of adoption, and notification of the child to the child that he is indeed adopted. We quoted extensively in that shir Ramosh's opinion in Shal's Chubas Igris Moshe Yerdeya Chelik Aleph Simon Kuf Samach Beis. There's another chuva there in Yerdeya Igris Moshe Chelik Aleph Simon Kuf Samach Aleph that discusses the gayrus if one adopts a non-Jewish child. The process, what should be done? Ramosha says, when the bris milah is done on this child, so it's not just the regular bris milah that you're doing on a child. Here, the bris milah is also a bris milah for Gairus. And therefore, you have to make sure, says Ramosha, to have at the bris milah of this child three Anoshim Ksherim that are not related to him, nor are they related to the ch- not related to him, nor related to each other. And when the male makes the bris, he also has to make the bracha, he has to make the bracha l'omolosagerim, but the bracha that's made by every bris, of lachnisoi bebrisoi shalavram avinu, you don't make that bracha. And then, says Ramosha, Besides the bracha that the moil makes of lomelus agerim, somebody should take a case of wine and make the bracha bracha to Hashem alkenamelch oilam, asher kriyshonim mitzvos of lomelus agerim, ulahatif mehem dambris, shemolei dambris lo neskaimu shemayim vaoritz, shenemar em lebrisi yom velaylo chukai shemayim vaoritz lo samti baruch ato Hashem kares habris. Ramosha says, preferably at that time, one should not give him a name. Because even though we know that normally at a brismila, that's the time we give a Jewish child a name, here this child is not really yet a full fledged ger. Because although he's had a brismila, we know that geris is not just a brismila, a geris also requires tfila. And he's a young child. He isn't ready yet for tefillah. Ramosha seems to say that the child is not really ready for tefillah until he's two years old. So he should wait, Ramosha says, until he's two years old. And at that time, make, have him title himself in a mikvah. And again, when that tefillah takes place, we have to make sure that there are three people witnessing the tefillah. Again, the three people should be Anoshim Ksherim. The three people are not be, may not be related to each other. They have to recognize that they're there to witness the tefillah. They have to make sure that there's no chatzitza at all on the body of this child, on his body, on his hair. And that's when he'll become a full-fledged ger. And at that time, now that he's a full-fledged Jew, 
that's when they, they should call him a name and they should say, and Moshe says a very big cooler that when we call him his name, so we should call him whatever name he's being given, and we should call him Pliny, the son of the person who's raising him. When Moshe says that even though normally when we give a ger a name, we say Ben Avram Avinu, Moshe says in such a situation where the person who's raising him, the adopted parents, the adopted parent wants to get be his name should be used, we can do so. And Ramosha says, even though as we're learning in our sugya, shouldn't we be concerned that people will think that he's a true child of that person who's raising him? And there could be all sorts of repercussions. Ramosha says we could still call him on the name of the person who's raising him. As long as Ramosha says that we do notify him that he's a gear. And again, we have to Ramosha says, as we quoted in our previous shear, we should tell them that they're gearim. And we should also do it as close as to the bar or bas mitzvah, where it's more likely that they're going to accept the gayers and not protest, and then we would have a question if they're indeed Jewish. But Ramosha says that let's say the parents, and it's very understandable, if the adopted parents don't want to wait to call this child a name until they're old enough to have tefillah, which we said could be two years later. And they could, says Ramosha, you could give him a name right after the Mila. But normally when we give a name, we say, this, You shouldn't say, What they should say when they give the name by that bris is, and Ramosh adds one more important thing. He says, when you continue saying the Nusuch of the Kriya Shem, we should say, that this child should be Zaychet to have Tefillah, through which he or she will become a full-fledged Jew. And then, as we said earlier, when the child becomes a proper age, we should do the tefillah. And the same says Ramosha should be done by a girl to wait till the tefillah to give her a name, and to let her know that she is a guyaris to avoid any problems. However, the Shalos Hachubis Mishnah Halachas in Chalik, Dalid, Simon, Kuf, Samach, Zayin, through Simon, Kuf, Sam, Kuf, Ein, Aleph, disagrees very strongly with Ramosha's approach. Ramosha, he says that by not, by doing this, one could end up 
by not clearly indicating that the child is the child of the um, that this child is an adopted child, he points out all sorts of problems could come up. He says we could end up having relatives marrying each other. Again, as we discussed in the previous year, we the child may be a mamzer and all sorts of different concerns could come up if we don't notify them who their parents are. He says an interesting concern. Another concern is if the if the, they had no other children, and the woman, our sugis, will think that she doesn't have to have yibam mechalitza if it's not public that this is not their child, and the child is mechui, and obviously this woman is obligated to have yibam mechalitza if this child will be mekadosh, will marry one of his relatives, and everybody will assume that the kedushin is not a valid kedushin. But really, it is a valid condition because they're not rel- related. If the adopted father is a kohen, and the adopted son, and the, fa- of, uh, and the son thinks he's a real son, he may duchen, and it'll be a brachel of atala. If the father is a kohen, and people will think therefore that he is a kohen, and they'll use him for kohen for pidyon aben. Besides the issue of a brachel of atala. The person who was pied himself thought that he was pied himself properly by a real kayan when he's not a kayan. The point, as we've been discussing, the Ramosha also mentions in a number of places that since he's a ger and he's a ger cotton, when he becomes an adult, he has to accept upon himself that he wants to be a Jew. And if not, it's a question in his, he could always go back. Um, all sorts of questions regarding Kaddish and Chiyuvim. If he'll sit, he'll end up sitting Shiva when he won't be have to sit Shiva. Specifically, we know that an Oval, when he's an Oynan, doesn't put on Tefillin. If he thinks he's an Oynan and he's not going to put on Tefillin do, and not do any other mitzvahs. Regarding Hilchus Yerusha, there could be all sorts of very significant ramifications. And therefore, says Rabbi Nasha Klein in these chuvas, that it's critical to notify this child. Not only is it critical to notify the child that he's, a, that he's not a natural child, but it's critical to notify everybody, to make it public, that this is not a real child. And he, therefore, he disagrees strongly with Ramosha's opinion, where Ramosha says that the you could call the child by his bris, al the adopted father, even though 
he says the repercussions are very serious. Ramasha Klein and Chayli Gimel in the Mishnah Halachas, Simon Chavov, has a discussion about saying Baruch Patrani when this child becomes Bar Mitzvah. He says there are actually two reasons why Baruch Patrani is said. One is because the father is saying that till now, if the child did an Avera, the father was held responsible, and now he will no longer be held responsible. That's the reason the Lavush says we say Baruch Shepetrani. That's the reason the Magna Avram says we say Baruch Shepetrani. And the Lavush says we say Baruch Shepetrani, just the opposite. Because the son is punished for the father's sins. So he explains that according, it seems that according to both reasons, it doesn't apply by an adopted child. Because since it's not a true son, the son doesn't get punished because of the father, and the father doesn't get punished because of the son. So that's one reason he says that Baruch Shabbatrani should not be said. And furthermore, he says, by saying Baruch Shabbatrani, we, as he just discussed, as we just mentioned, have to go out of our way to make sure that the child and the parents are certainly aware that, and everyone is aware that this is not a natural child, if Baruch Shepetrani will be said, obviously that won't be known to people, and we've defeated the purpose, and therefore Baruch Shepetrani, and therefore by saying Baruch Shepetrani, people will certainly assume that this is a true child, and we should therefore take a much we should be careful that Baruch Shabbatrani should not be said by the Bar Mitzvah of such a child. There's an interesting tshuva in the Shalza Tshuva's Minchas Yitzchak, Chelik Vov Simen Kuf Nun Aleph, where somebody writes to the Minchas Yitzchak the following Shiloh, where there's an adopted daughter who's getting married. And she was never notified by her adopted parents that she's an adopted child. And the concern is that if we're going to now tell her that she's an adopted child, she may not be mentally able to deal with that news. And she may not, she may, it may cause her to get sick. So what should we do? Because he says, even though, as we've been discussing in our shear, it's critical to not notify to notify the child that she is an adopted child, because as we've been discussing, the repercussions of not notification are very significant. Here, with a shash sakana, we can't, we shouldn't, we should write. Let's say he says the child's name, the girl's name is Sarah, and the father's name is Avram. So we shouldn't write Sarah Bas Avram. What should we write? Because that could really lead to problems. On the other hand, not writing that this is her father could cause this girl, Chas to become sick. So we should write Sarah, the Mascaria 
Sora Bas Avram. So he says we solve both problems. On one hand, the fact that the Ksuba is not written in the way Ksubas are normally written will be clearly an indication that this child is an adopted child. But on the other hand, the people will realize that there's something different here. But on the other hand, she won't recognize that that's what's being meant over here. And therefore, it'll be, you'll be able to write the Ksuba that way. And he says, it's not considered that you wrote something not true in the Ksuba, because as we know, Kala Megal Yosem Beisai is Kilo Yoldo.